Hi, welcome back to Motivated Minutes with Meg. I hope you're having a great day. I'm really excited to talk to you today about the real struggle between fitting in fitness and just working on life goals and balancing all of it because sometimes it feels like such a struggle to you know allocate time for the things that we want to focus on and what if we want to focus on our family and our fitness and work and keeping the house in order and all of these things and how do we go about balancing all of it without feeling like a complete failure in one category or the other based on what we're focusing on. And I'm here to tell you that I struggled with it for a really long time after becoming a mom. And one of the most common struggles um, of clients that I've worked with in the past, whether they're mothers or not, is that they feel like they don't have time. Their life is busy. Everyone's life is busy. Um, and they feel like they just cannot find time, like that's something they can't give up anything. They're working, they're trying to have a social life. And I've seen people make fun of this on, you know, in a reel or on TikTok. And it's like, you know, just over here trying to self-care and meditate and do all these things and, and add all these things to our plate that when we're already stressed out can feel like really overwhelming. And, you know, if you're working on passion projects or you have a family that you're taking care of and you just want to find some time to read a good book, it can feel challenging. Um, but today I have some like seven things that we're going to talk about that will hopefully help you in understanding things that you can do to fit fitness into your life and maybe a different perspective that you hadn't considered before um, because I always want to try to give you different solutions um, to really common struggles that we're all dealing with. And I'm going to give you, um, you know, things that have worked for me, things that have worked for women in the past that I've coached, um, current clients that I'm working with on their nutrition and their health goals. And hopefully um, something, one of these things will, will help you with one of your current problems. So my first tip is to schedule it. So if you are not already using a daily planner or, um, you know, even reminders on your phone, um, a calendar for the family, something like that where you can schedule your life. Now, I'm, I am an organized person, um, and I, but I like a lot of flexibility and freedom in my day. And I find that when I can um, stay organized with my self-care, I do it. So I write down when I'm going to work out. I write down the nights that I'm going to include like a nice hot bath for part of my evening, you know, care routine. Um, and that was last night, like Sunday night when they're watching a football game, I sneak away into the back of the house and take a hot bath and read a good book. And I, I like candles and I do Epsom salts and essential oils and the whole thing. I do like a little mini spa moment for myself. And that's written down in my calendar to remind myself to do it. So when you schedule something like a workout, it is going to hold you accountable to show up and do it. If you are going to a class like a yoga class or a boot camp class, um, that's gonna you're even more held accountable because you've you've locked in that time. You know you've paid for it and you're gonna show up. If you're using home workouts or you're streaming something from YouTube or you're just doing your own thing, um, just make sure you write it down. It can really help you stick to it. And also when it comes to your life and things that you want to do, even if it's like reading a book or um, you know writing something or 
cleaning the kitchen, like when you can write that down, I always write down like three priorities for the day. And um, one of the priorities was to record this podcast. So I'm like sticking to it. The other priority was to go to yoga, did that. Um, And so have your priorities for your day. And I wouldn't do any more than three, but try to include some self-care in there. Like I wasn't going to just write down three to-dos for work. I wanted to write down some yoga because I need it because it's December and it's crazy and busy and, um, you know, and I knew that's what I needed for my mental health. So listen to your body and your mind and what it needs and schedule in your workouts, schedule in time for your self-care and schedule in your passion projects because when you write it down, it is more likely to happen. Okay, moving on. Tip number two is short workouts. So I want you to think about your commitment to your fitness. If this is something that you've been struggling with and you've kind of fallen off the wagon, I would stick to 20 minutes. Start with 20 minutes. I would say 20 to 30 minutes is a really good option for most people. Um, If you're really busy and you have like a toddler or a baby at home, if you can do a walk with your baby and your toddler like in the stroller or, you know, pouching them, wearing them in like a baby carrier and going for a walk, um, making it the same time of day. Maybe it's right before their nap time so they kind of calm down and they're, you know, you're out and about. I used to take my son for a walk in the stroller at the same time every single day. It became like our little ritual. And then he'd go down for um, his morning nap after that. And then as I started to venture into the world of working out at home and home fitness, I would do my home workouts after our walk, put him down for a nap, and then I would do a workout. So you can build upon this 20-minute walk or this 20-minute quick stretching like yoga or Pilates or something um, while your baby naps. You can build upon that as the child gets older as you sort of progress in your ability to you know do something physical if you are very busy and you work full-time I would say that 20 to 30 minutes is great because you know you can fit that in no matter how busy you are no matter what deadlines you're working on like you can get up like a half an hour to an hour earlier and fit in a workout you can um you know maybe I know a lot there's a few people that like to work out in the evenings and they like to kind of end their day with movement great do that but I wouldn't try to do an hour-long yoga class every single day like right off the bat <laughs> because you're go- you're it's not going to happen um unless you have a lot of time and you know you're not busy but this this episode is for busy people so um I would say stick to 20 30 minutes when that starts to feel easy in your schedule you're scheduling it you're showing up you're feeling good you can bump up the time to work out but you can get in a really effective workout in 20 to 30 minutes um, with things like hit cardio or Pilates, yoga, walking, like literally anything, if you give your ultimate effort during that allocated time for your workout, you're going to see results. And it's also consistency. And you can be consistent with something as short as 20 to 30 minutes. So short workouts, that's key. Okay, number three is to think about your fitness time as family time. So can you do weekly family bike rides? Can you go on a hike? Can you um, go for a walk together in the neighborhood? Can you play outside? Can you do a family soccer game or, you know, something where everybody's getting involved and, and you're getting exercise? 
I know that when my kids were younger and they like love to play in the backyard, I'd get out there and I'd play with them. And that's activity. That's exercise. That's, you know, that's mobility. That's flexibility. That's that's really just living your life to the fullest. And I think that's such a beautiful way to look at it. So if you've got littles, think about family fitness and family fun time, you know, and kind of working in exercise because that's also showing your kids that a healthy, active lifestyle like is part of your your lifestyle as a family. And so they're going to be interested in, um, I mean, kids just naturally are very active, but with video games and movies and Netflix and all the things that we have and screen time at home, I think it's just really good to show our kids how to be healthy and active together. So that's something to think about. Number four is utilizing morning momentum. So we are all more motivated and more focused and more calm, like and grounded in what we want to do. And and we're I th- I feel like we're better manifestors and doers in the morning. Um, and I think that this gets thought of as like, oh, I'm not a morning person, so like it won't work for me. You can train yourself to be a morning person. Yeah, you might not get up as early as someone who is a morning person who's been doing it for longer, but you can train yourself and you can appreciate that time in the morning. So I would definitely use the natural morning momentum that we all possess to um, fit in some time for passion projects, for getting yourself organized at the beginning of the day and getting in a workout. I think it's so effective when we can start our day with movement, whether that's stretching, Pilates, a strength training class, like at home that we're streaming, um, you know, a walk, a jog, something to make sure that we are sticking to it and building movement into our day and then you get it over and out of the way and done with and um you know you don't have to because I think like as we go on in the day uh, it it just we get busier and things get pushed back on the back burner and you're less likely to show up and like give it your all in a workout I think when it's later in the day so definitely try that morning momentum trick and see if that can help you Um, the other thought for, this is for people who work full time and you have like a literal lunch break. I talked my husband into this and had him do this a really long time ago is to just start taking a walk on your lunch break. Um, he has this really beautiful hill by his office and I was like, do you ever like take advantage of that? You know, like hike up the hill. And I guess that's just how my brain works. I'm like a little kid and I'm always like, you know, wanting to move around and be busy. And so for me, the idea of sitting in an office all day and not having a movement break just sounds really hard. And I've done that before. I've had jobs like that um, in my 20s when I was a struggling actor. And I I used to work for this It was like a temp agency. And so I worked at different production companies. It was actually really fun because I got to meet different people and, um, you know, work on movies kind of behind the scenes at different production companies. But anyways, I would get out and go for a walk on my lunch break. And so I suggested this to my husband and he just loved it. And I've, I've, I've had this tip, you know, told this, this thing to a lot of my clients and it's really helped them. So if you have an office job where you're at the office and you have that lunch break, try going for a walk or you could squeeze in a quick 20-minute HIIT workout. You could do a quick yoga, anything. If you have the space, just bring your yoga mat. Roll your yoga mat out. I used to teach corporate yoga um, in San Francisco. And so I would go to these offices and teach a yoga class to these these, um, busy, you know, corporate 
women and men on their lunch break. It was really fun for them. They loved it. So you could organize something like that for your office or you could just start it yourself and stream something from YouTube or a fitness app if you have access to one and just really enjoy like plugging movement into the middle of your day on your lunch break. Now you still need to eat lunch. So definitely I would do that. Make sure you have enough time to eat some lunch after. But um, that lunch break movement can be a game changer. So the next thing is, um, this is for stay-at-home moms. I think this tip can, I mean, it can be for anyone. Like my mom's retired and she's doing home workouts. But for me, I really started utilizing home fitness when I became a stay-at-home mom. I was two years into being at home as a mom. I had tried stroller strides. I tried walking. I tried studio classes that worked before, but I just didn't have the time to get out of the house with like a little baby and then a toddler. So working out at home gave me the ability to stay really consistent with my workouts. And there's so much available out there now like that you can utilize. Um, I can link uh, Body, a link to Body, which are the home workouts that I've used and, and I really like. So you can check that out. But I would just say like if you've not tried it yet, just give it a month and commit to like a home fitness routine and see if it works for you. Because at the end of the day, we have to find something that works for our schedule. So moving on, the last thing is accountability. You can be in an online accountability group like the one I run. You can show up every single day on your stories and like post your sweaty selfie or on Instagram or on Facebook if that's your thing. You can get buddies at work to go for a walk with you. You can get girlfriends in the neighborhood and and form like a walking group. There are so many ways that you can stay accountable or you can just have a group of girlfriends who are trying to like stay healthy together or like get fit, make time for it. And you guys can be on a like a text message thread together and check in with each other every day. It's such a powerful tool this idea of accountability. So definitely try that and see how that helps you. Um, and that's it. That Those are the tips. I hope that something from this list um, just kind of lit a fire in you and gives you that excitement to go out and try it. I try to keep the solo episodes short because um, – I want you to just, I I like to pack a lot in in a short amount of time. So thank you so much for listening. I cannot believe that the year is ending and that we launched the podcast just in January. I mean, I feel like this year flew by and um, I'm just really, it's just been such a joy to to spend time with you and record these episodes for you and, and help you. So Thanks so much for listening. Leave a rating and review for the show if you feel so inclined and it helps it helps get the word out and it helps me know you're listening and you're liking the show. Um, if you want to come say hi to me over on Instagram at Meg Wellness, I would love that. Um, I would love to chat with you, see how you're liking the show, any ideas for future episodes that you'd like me to talk about or people that you'd like me to reach out to and bring onto the show. Always open for ideas from listeners. Um, and lastly, I wanted to talk about this product that I'm absolutely in love with. Uh, Peak Life is has matcha and other supplements and teas, and I'm obsessed with their matcha. It tastes so good, and I am not a huge coffee drinker. I never was, although I love the smell of coffee and I love a good latte from time to time. I really do better with green tea. However, I don't like super like just hot, straight green tea. It's not my favorite thing in the world. I would drink it for the health benefits, but I kept, you know, hearing about matcha and I would try different kinds like from the store and I just never found anything that didn't have that like kind of bitter aftertaste, if you know what I mean. If you've ever tried straight matcha, you know what I mean. Um, Now you can get a matcha latte and you can add sweetener to it. 
and all different kinds of things. But I wanted like the straight up delicious matcha that I could just like mix with water. And that's exactly what peak matcha is. It is so good. It has helped my skin, my energy. I just absolutely adore it. It's my go-to afternoon pick-me-up. I have it almost every day. Um, And I have a 15% off code that you can use. So definitely check that out. I'll link that below. Um, But if you've not yet found a matcha that you love or you've not tried matcha yet, I highly recommend it. Um, I also love their Betox Fountain, which is their like pink elixir that you might have seen on social media. I love it. It's like hydration and electrolytes and and all these like skin beneficial. It's like drinking a facial. <laughs> it's like all these benefits for your skin in this little pink drink. And it it's like, ugh, it tastes so good. It's got this berry flavor. Um, anyways, so you can check them out. And um, I wanted to let you know about that because I do have a discount code that you can use. Um, Anyways, I hope you have a happy week and I hope that you stay healthy and happy and I'll see you next time. Bye.